Welcome to the Berkey Web Today podcast, part of the Eero Podcast Network. Podcasts that inform by focusing on the news and the people behind the news. My name is Edward Eero, and I am your host for Episode 3. Berkey Web Today provides coverage before, during, and after the American Birkebinder Ski Race in northern Wisconsin. The podcast is a new feature of Berkey Web, where Berkey buddies Tim Burke, Mike Tarnow, and I explore news and information about the race, which includes in-depth interviews with the people behind the news. Berkey Web Today podcast can be found at the Berkey Web website at www.berkeyweb.com. They are also indexed at the Eero Podcast Network at epn.eero.com. Today's guests are Pete LaPlaca and Mike Tarnow, President and Vice President, respectively, of the Board of Directors of the North American Baza Ski Race in Traverse City, Michigan. Before I introduce Pete and Mike, here is some recent news about the Berkey and also the Baza. It is Tuesday, February 10th, so that means that there are only 11 days to race day. Registration information is on the Berkey website at www.berkey.com. Through February 13th, registration is $100 and then goes up to $120 through February 20th. And again, a reminder, there is no on-site registration on the day of the race, February 21st. The Berkey.com website also has a new video upload for your videos. There are some videos currently on the site under the Berkey Fever section, including the 2008 video by George DeSort. So do visit and share your 2009 videos. Remember also, while at the Berkey website, sign up for the Carp Skiam newsletter, where up-to-date information is sent directly to you via email. By way of general introduction to the Berkey Web Today podcast, Tim, Mike, and I have been participating in the American Birkebinder Ski Race since 1986. Tim and I are now in the Birch Leggings Club, which means that we have skied 20-plus races. I also serve as the webmaster of the Birch Leggings site, which can be found at www.birchleggings.com. Please visit the site, and please tell any Birch Leggers that you know to stop by. There's also a Facebook group if you're on Facebook for the Birch Leggers Club. The Berkey website has been up for 11 years now and is filled with lots of information and tips about the Berkey. If you have a Facebook or Twitter account, please sign up for the Berkey Web group and become a fan of the new Berkey Web Today page on Facebook and also sign up to follow Berkey Web on Twitter. Updates will be posted on both of these sites in addition to Berkey Web. In fact, a new Twitter feed is on the main page of the website, so even Even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can see the news and information posts. Our guests today are Pete LaPlaca, who is the president of the North American Baza Ski Race, and fellow Berkey buddy Mike Tarnow, who serves as the vice president. Pete has completed four Cordelopets, and Mike has completed 17 American Birkebinder races, so both are Berkey supporters. Pete is the owner of his own executive recruiting firm called Vanguard Marketing Limited, which is for engineers and scientists, and Mike is the owner of Northern Michigan Real Estate Consultants, where he provides both commercial and residential appraisals and consulting. Pete is a graduate of the University of 
Pittsburgh with a BS in engineering and an MBA from Wayne State, and Mike also attended Wayne State University in Detroit. They both live in Traverse City, Michigan, Pete since 1989, and Mike and his wife Terry since 1971. Pete has three grown children and eight grandchildren that live in three different states, and Mike has two grown sons, Aaron and David, who live in Bend, Oregon, and Grand Rapids, Michigan, respectively. Pete and Mike, thanks for uh, joining us on Berkey Web today. Um, how many skiers are registered, and uh, how many do you expect to turn out for the, the race this Saturday? Well, currently we're at about 450, and we're expecting about 600 skiers this year. Is that up, Pete, from prior years? Uh, no, it's down. And we knew it would be down for one uh, specific reason. All the high school kids will be competing in the Upper Peninsula this weekend at their state championships, and that'll cost us a good 100 skiers. I see. Well, you, you, oh, think, you, think, they the would, you think they would schedule those uh, a little bit different, but uh, I guess you can't uh, control You would hope that. so, but you, yeah, because our local teams love to ski to Vasa and uh, have friends and family there, but uh, just didn't work out this year. This is the traditional weekend that they have the high school championships and they rotate it from the upper peninsula and the lower peninsula. I see. The, um, I was reading the, the trail report. Um, I think it was dated the eighth. I'm not sure if there was another update from this morning, but it said the skiing was spring like skiing. Um, and it seems like there's been a general warm up everywhere here in Kansas City. We've gone from 70 to 40 and back again a couple times. Um, on Tuesday or uh, February 10th, it looks like the forecast I was reading was saying high 55 and then high in the 40s for Wednesday the 11th. And worst of all, some rain mixed in. Uh, I'm sure that's causing a lot of apprehension with both of you. We really don't like talking about it. Uh, <laughs> it's it just, uh, <laughs> you know, all we can do is get heartburn from it. Uh, right now they're talking about it being sunny tomorrow and, and very warm, and uh, we're just hoping that if there is any rain, there's very little. The uh, the snow depths on the trail are, are very good so far, and uh, uh, the groomer is up and running now, and we're, we're confident that with the cool down on Thursday, uh, groomers will get right out as soon as it gets down to freezing, and uh, we'll uh, have a decent trail, and we're certainly anticipating that the race will go on at this point. Yeah, that's that's nice that you have a good base, and I think I, I didn't want to get doom and gloom, but then later on in the week it looks like the temperatures will stay below freezing, even as a high, with snow, uh, snow. so that's that's good news. Um, the uh, bib pickup, uh, I was reading his... Um, uh, Friday, February 13th until 9 p.m., and then uh, registration actually on race day, the 14th. Um, um, and that's all at the Timber Ridge Resort. Is that correct? That's, that's right. Correct. Okay. Uh, the uh, bid pickup, uh, I think, starts around noon on uh, Friday, and then uh, we also have the pasta feed at Timber Ridge uh, Friday evening. Yes, and that uh, goes, what, from 5 to 8, and if I was reading the website correctly, um, was uh, benefiting some of the youth ski programs. Is that there in Traverse City or in Michigan? That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
yeah, the high school team actually uh, puts on the pasta feed, and they so they benefit from it uh, uh, with the uh, they they do you know the parents and the kids do the work, and mostly parents this year because the kids are away. Uh, but uh, they uh, that money goes directly to them. Great, yeah, it's their biggest fundraiser of the year. And is uh, the the Timber Ridge Resort is that the the ski area not you know having just come up a few times that is that the ski area right there in town? Timber Ridge is uh, at the corner of Hammond and Six Mile. It uh, borders the Vasa Trail uh, along its east side, and uh, it's uh, in a suburban area. Uh, they're a uh, Nordic center during the winter and during the summer. It's a major campground. I know that in past years you've had things out at the resort too, right? Of that, is that did that change? It's been several years, probably four years since I've been up for the Baza. Uh, yes, it has changed. Uh, about five years ago, we had a similar uh, weather experience, and the snow at the trailhead was very light and we couldn't see where we were going to be able to have a safe uh, start from there. And uh, the owners of Timber Ridge invited us to bring the race down there. And it's uh, been a very nice venue for us since then. We uh, have developed a, uh, a stadium area where we have a parade lap at the beginning of the race. And it gives the spectators a much greater viewing area than what we would have at temp, at uh, the resort. Uh, it's also at a slightly yeah. higher elevation. They typically have uh, considerably more snow there than they do at our original trailhead. So the uh, the weather conditions, the snow conditions are usually better. Because it's uh, deeper in the woods there. In fact, the, the, did the trail used to yeah. go by there in the past? It, it yeah. always has gone through there. The race okay. has always gone through, and there was an aid station. There. Yes, I, I think right. I, I remember that. So, well, great. That's uh, that sounds uh, good, and that's part of the overall uh, trail changes. Um, how many times, or would you guys know, has the race course changed? I know there's been uh, uh, you've had to have easements. Most of the trail is on state and county land. Um, but I know in past years, there were some times that you had to get easements to get onto private property, I, I think especially for the 50K race. But uh, how has that changed uh, over the years now and, and with the present courses? And is, is this been set now? The 27 and 50K races are fairly set for the last few years? The 27K course is the permanent trail, and that's the trail that's groomed all winter long. And that's all on state land, and that's been set for some time now. The 50K trail has been a work in progress, and that is also all on state land, and there's a little area of county property. But as we found out this year, being on state land is not a guarantee of anything. There's logging going on in the woods, and the 50K race will have to be two laps on the 25K course. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, well, tell us uh, um, a little bit about the history of the race. When was the 
Vaza founded. How you know how many years is this now? And uh, maybe just you know some general history uh, about the race. Well, this is our 33rd anniversary this year, and we are the oldest Nordic race in the state of Michigan. Ted Okestrom was one of the premier uh, founders of the race, uh, along with Vojan Beitch. Uh, they uh, had been in Wisconsin and seen uh, races starting there, and Vojan is European and a gold medalist from the Olympics, so uh, they organized the first races, and they were always uh, quite an adventure because the trail wouldn't be groomed until the week of the race, and no one really knew until that time how long it was going to be, and it seemed like they didn't bother telling the skiers. So you'd be out there skiing, and you'd be in an advertised race at 25 or 50K, and you'd get to the 25 or the 50K mark, and you weren't at the end. So guess <laughs> what? You had more, more Ks to go. <laughs> but uh, over the years, things have gotten much more organized, and uh, we've had some very good uh, race leaders over the years on the board and race directors, and uh, now we have the permanent trail. So then there is some tie then, Mike, back to the Berkey, because Berkey was, what, 1973, and if I did my math right, Pete, I'm looking at 76, 1976, that the Vaza was so... Uh, they took back from learning some of the early races in Wisconsin to, to right. bring that back to Michigan. Well, as I recall, they talked to Tony Weiss. There was a connection oh. there. Uh, they knew him somehow. They talked to him before they ever did the first uh, uh, Vasa, and Tony recommended they do, um, you know, they, they name it the Vasa and give it that kind of heritage. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't realize there was that connection. That is uh, nice to know, especially uh, for our show and our listeners who are mostly uh, Berkey skiers, but we're hoping, um, I've just loved the Vaza race, and anybody that's listening that hasn't done it, you need to get over and do it. It's a, uh, a great course, well-run race, and Traverse City is just a beautiful place to be with plenty of uh, hotel rooms and stuff too, right? Definitely. Yeah. And several of them help us with the sponsorship. We promote uh, the Bayshore and uh, which other motels? Uh, uh, the Sleep Inn, the Holiday Inn Express, uh, the Grand Traverse Resort, and Timber Ridge has its own cabins. There's some of them that are open during the winter. So we have uh, five different sponsors that are uh, hoteliers. Right. So are those actually, um, Pete, the sponsors of the race, or do you have other major sponsors? Oh, boy. We we have uh, probably a record number of sponsors this year. It must be pushing 70 by now. Wow. That's great that you have that uh, broad of support that uh, shows a real uh, community of, of the Traverse City and the Traverse City area uh, supporting the race. And, of course, this means a lot to the community up there in the winter um, to have people come up for the race. Are most of the skiers, uh, when you've done the analysis from Michigan or you get Ohio, Wisconsin skiers? We have groups of skiers that come in from other states. There's a group from my home area in western Pennsylvania that comes up every year, Uh, another group from the Chicago area, a few Wisconsinites. But uh, the last I remembered, the the Michigan count was uh, about 80%, 80 80 to 85%. I see. 
the um but, but last year i think we had the the most diverse uh group of skiers ever we uh representing 20 states plus a couple of the provinces in canada oh yeah i forget about canada uh, kind of the canadian skiers coming down that's that's great yeah they're just about 100 miles away mm-hmm. I, on the um on the trail i i wanted to make sure that, uh, when you said the early trail you know that was you hardly knew if it was groomed or where it was now there's the permanent mikey talked about the permanent 27k and that's kept up by the vaza organization is that correct Throughout it's the actually kept up by a, the local trails organization called tart uh traverse area recreational trails they're involved with the day-to-day grooming and uh vaza is only the race I see. But there's many of you that are that uh, are on both organizations. Is that correct? Quite a bit of tie-in for the two? Uh, a little bit of tie-in. Uh, I'm on both the boards, and uh, Scott Howard is also on both boards. I see. The, uh, uh, your website is, is wonderful. The, it's at vasa.org. Um, when did you start the website as a promotional tool for the race? I don't remember. I think it's been about five years now, at least five years that I've been involved yeah. with it, Mike. At least that long. Okay. Yeah. And every year we keep adding to it and improving it and expanding it and putting more records and historical facts in there. Yes, it's 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 well organized. I was able to, you know, before the interview today, just go and found some very uh, useful information. The awards banquet then is Saturday night, and where is that going to be held? That's going to be in downtown Traverse City, a beautiful facility called the Haggerty Center, and it'll be starting at five thirty. Typically, runs about two hours. Okay. And on Sunday, then, is the Haggerty Insurance uh, Grand Traverse Cross-Country Classic, and that's a 6K and a 16K. Is this uh, new, or is this something that you've had uh, as part of the race? For Originally, we had the Grand Traverse in January as a warm-up race, and for the last five or six years or so, we've had it as a classic-only race on Sunday to complete the weekend of races. It helps us provide uh, one location for a couple of races so that people who are uh, interested in uh, doing Michigan Cup racing for the points can get uh, two races in in a weekend and have it uh, somewhat diverse since most of the skiers do skating style on Saturday, although uh, we do have a completely separate uh, classic division on Saturday, but Sunday is classic only. I see. And then is the 6K tend to be uh, more family, local, and then the 16K more of a a race that some of your skiers that are, uh, you know, racing, or is there both of them that way? Well, we, we added the 6K race just two years ago. Uh, for the high school kids. That's about their typical classic race. And we did it for them as as a uh, warm-up for their state championships, which are typically that length. And then, as you indicated, the 616K is the more serious uh, race. Although the juniors can enter it, it's usually more adults. Okay. And, and met, many of them competing for points. Yeah, because I think... But it, anybody can enter the 6K. You don't have to be a part of a team. 
You right. just walk on. And I, I heard, I know in past years, at least the years I've done six vases there, you've had like some family activities on Sunday in, in the, in the past. So this is nice that you've added that classic race so people can uh, take in too. So our listeners that are thinking right. of coming over, it's a great way to get in uh, two races. The, uh, but what you're referring to there, we used to have family fun day on Sunday afternoon and uh, we had races for the kids. And uh, we decided to incorporate that into Saturday afternoon, what we call the Junior Vasa. So we have a 200-meter oh. and a 2K race for the kids that are not affiliated with a ski team. And they'll range anywhere from three years of age up to 14. I and see. Uh, that wraps up the Saturday activities. Now, uh, Pete, is that then at Timber Ridge also? Yes, it is. Oh, and that's, that's sponsored by Amer- American, American Waste. Uh, another very good sponsor of ours. Excellent. Um, you're having a 50-50. One of the, Go ahead. I'm sorry. One of the other uh, races that we incorporate on Saturday is a race for adaptive skiers. These are uh, people that uh, might be involved in uh, oh, Ski for Light or any of the uh, activities uh, for non-traditional athletes and uh, they usually ski uh, with a guide and uh, they may be uh, physically challenged or mentally challenged and we developed a a special course for them and they have a a start time and but start and finish at the uh, same starting point as everyone. Uh, Mike is that race at the also on Saturday then? Yes. Oh yes. That's great. And Mike, I know you've been involved uh, in that program um, in past years, too, because I know you've taken trips to do that. So that's great that you've incorporated that. Well, the one question I've been trying to ask, I've noticed that you have a 50-50 raffle. What's that all about? It's a fundraiser that we have for our grooming expenses we pay the TART organization to groom the trail for the race, and the uh, grooming expenses uh, can run quite a bit. So uh, in the past, we uh, started this when we were acquiring the groomer as a fundraiser to acquire that, and then over the years, it's continued as a fundraiser to uh, maintain the groomer, and then it uh, grew to a fundraiser just for grooming expenses, and this year it's gone back to a uh, fundraiser to help pay for some grooming repairs. The groomer uh, broke a few weeks ago and needed track replacements, and uh, that has been accomplished now. Uh, The groomer's back running, uh, but we're helping out TART uh, with those expenses, and we expect that we'll also be uh, paying our grooming fees out of that fund. I see. And that... Go ahead, Pete. Well, uh, last year as well, some of the money that was raised with the uh, 50-50 raffle was used for uh, new trail building. We built a connector trail this uh, past September and some of the resurfacing that has to be done just about every year. So we have to pay for seed and uh, sometimes a little bit of labor and ancillary expenses and that was uh, accomplished through the 50-50 raffle in uh, 2008. 
Great. And people can get, uh, skiers can get their tickets or I guess not even non-skiers uh, at registration or are they on sale now in Traverse City? They're on sale. Um, you go ahead, Mike. Thank you, Pete. Uh, they're available now uh, either by emailing me or uh, through registration and they'll be available uh, at registration and at the awards ceremony the uh, drawing is held at the award ceremony. I also wanted to point out that through these fundraising efforts, uh, we also make an annual donation to the Munson Hospital ca uh, Cancer Fund. This is a fund for uh, families of cancer victims to help them uh, with living expenses during cancer treatment. I see. And that's strictly for the five counties five-county area, and administered by Munson. They take no administrative fees out of it, so it's a, it's a very good cause, and I think we've been involved with that for about seven years now. Mm -hmm. well, that's a, a great way to support that. The, um, and the winners then would be announced at the, um, the uh, uh, banquet then. Is that correct? Is that what Yeah, that's, uh, that's okay. the la that last thing we do. It's the culmination of the award ceremony. Now, is there one winner, or is there multiple winners? What? to that uh, last year last year we had three prizes this year there'll be one cash prize and uh, the second prize is a weekend getaway at uh, timber ridge resort i see i i noticed that uh you need firewood but what, what is the purpose of that <laughs> um they were so busy at timber ridge this past fall they failed to cut enough firewood and uh during race weekend they'll set little campfires up around the course on their property that uh, the spectators can use for warm-up, and it just gives it a cozy feel. I, I see. So they were shy, a couple of face cords of uh, firewood. Okay. Yeah, it's I not a ma major need, but just something that just came up in the last two weeks. I, I hadn't seen... I thought that was your house, Pete. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Weren't you getting that wood to eat your house? Uh, no. no, I've got gas fireplaces, Mike. <laughs> Well, Pete, how long have you been serving as the president of the VASA? Uh, I think this is my fourth year. Fourth. I lose track of time. I've been on the board about nine years now, and I've been president about four years now. And, Mike, how long have you been vice president? Uh, it's about the same length of time that Pete's been president. I've been uh, working very hard, avoiding being president. And it's worked out just fine so far. Yeah, I, I was going to ask whether Pete has stayed on to keep you from becoming president, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm hoping so. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, that's that's great that you guys have uh, volunteered uh, for so long. How, how big is the board? We have uh, 16 members this year, and uh, a lot of veteran skiers of all kinds of uh, backgrounds anywhere from medical to legal to business owners, and but uh, all fervent uh, trail users, and almost all of us are skiers of uh, all different abilities, but a very, very good board. It's a real working board. Every board member has a job uh, during and before the race, uh, from registration to uh, course maintenance and setting up the course and the start-finish area, uh, so it everybody performs a real important function. They're just not on the board as a name. 
one of our board members runs an advertising and marketing agency, and he does all of that uh, pro bono for us. And uh, as Mike says, all different skills. And it, it's set up as a 501c3, then I take it, as a not-for-profit That's organization? Correct. Yes. Well, thank you, Pete and Mike. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, and I look forward to seeing you both at the Vaza this Saturday. I'm flying up uh, Friday. And take care and the best of luck with all the race preparations, and especially uh, with the weather. Hopefully it'll uh, turn in our favor here in a couple of days. Take care. Okay, thanks very much, Ed. Appreciate it. Good night. Thank you for downloading Episode 3 of Berkey Web Today, and I do hope that you will subscribe to our podcast so that you will not miss future episodes. This is the first episode you are listening to. Our past episodes are available on the Berkey Web website. We have a lot of interesting news and interviews that we have planned before, during, and after the Berkey, so please come back. We were also notified today that we are indexed on iTunes, and I have a link on the site if you use that program. Take care, and thanks, Snow. No.